0: Let's just pretend it worked the first time.
1: Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew.
0: And my name is Emily. And we're here today. We're With... here today.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Is that Mike? My...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hi, I'm Mike Adams, uh, Offset obsessed uh, guitar nerd and Star Trek fanatic. That's me. Hi.
0: Taxi sweater, Pusheen. Pusheen.
2: That's me. hundred percent.
0: Yes. This is the second time Mike's been on the show, but the first time since we uh, have a video format. So if you are uh, watching or listening, if you're listening, you could actually see Mike's pixelated face probably. Mm. I don't know.
2: Our internet in Pennsylvania is... Dog shit! It's so bad. <laughs> I get I get What's five cool? megabits per second upload, so I bet the quality is a okay.
0: What's cool is it generally records to your computer and then uploads.
2: Oh six, so that'll take so seventy hours. <laughs>
0: <sighs> so this well, episode may be late. We don't know yet. We'll, <laughs> we'll try so to dark.
1: keep uh, the episode under what? three hours to to prevent your download time
2: from or upload time from Thanks exceeding us. I appreciate that, friends.
0: <laughs> you might have to take it, go drive to a place that I gotta has go wireless. To, to be on
2: the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, could you email this file? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Please, my MacBook <laughs> <laughs> It can't handle it. Boring. It cannot handle the slow the, the You slow could do speed.
1: Uh, you could do, uh, I was reading this story about, uh, about internet speeds in South Africa. They had a contest to see who could deliver like X amount of gigabytes for, across like an 80 mile distance the fastest and someone entered and just put an SD card on a carrier pigeon and won because the internet was so slow. I didn't <laughs> the, think
0: carrier pigeons, I thought the passenger pigeons were extinct.
1: Or It was a pigeon, it was some sort of avian <sighs> It just took the SD card to the destination, and it was faster than the all the other competing ISPs.
2: <laughs> that is that is the wildest story I have heard in at least six hours. That is incredible.
0: <laughs> six <laughs> hours! Whoa, uh, I'm getting stories. So you heard something wilder at a uh, one? What's one thirty where you are?
2: Yeah, I've been awake Monday, for at yeah. least three hours, and I had some weird dreams. So I'm including those. Oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> <in> that number <coughs> Yeah yes. Well,
1: one way or another We're going to get you, get you, get you, get you content So
0: I, Actually, that's where my brain went to Wow right, right to Blondie, right wow. to some Debbie Harry
1: um, Well, Mike, how have you been? We, God, it's been oh,
2: two years since been, we had you on It's been two
1: whole Almost years Almost
2: exactly uh, No, yeah. I've been really well um, We, if you don't know you do, but if you don't know, uh, intrepid listener, uh, we used to live in Long Beach, California, and in November we moved back to my hometown of York, Pennsylvania, uh, to be with family and to kind of get a handle on things. What with the pandemic, uh, the dreaded P word, uh, yeah, it's it's been really good to be with family. It's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, safely hanging out with what friends I know. Um, you know, one of my Oldest friends named Greg still lives here, so I've been waving at him uh, safely and hanging out, talking music. I've been taking on guitar repairs, and I've been really putting in the effort on the old YouTube channel. And uh, that has been maybe the most exciting development of this entire last year, has been uh, the realization that I am capable of making videos. Uh, some of yes. varying quality, but I think it's going pretty well.
0: I like your videos. Oh, uh, thanks, Thanks, bud.
2: I, think I invited you
0: to a super secret Discord chat, yes, you FYI. Did. Yes,
2: you did, and I need, to, I need to figure out how to click on that,
0: because <laughs> I'm ancient.
2: I'm nearly 40. I don't does, know what a Discord it is. It does
0: expire. It does expire. Oh,
2: wait, for real? Wait, let me look. Yeah. at How much time do I have? <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. Oh, shit. Probably
0: like four days.
2: Oh, that's not bad. Oh, oh.
0: Did click. it already expire?
2: No, I clicked join. It's a big green button. That's easy.
0: Oh. I like green oh.
2: buttons
1: usually what? less exciting than the red buttons but also usually less consequential
2: the shiny the red, red button got any ren and stimpy fans the- <laughs> no nobody I got that reference
0: ren and-, ren and stimpy wasn't really my my favorite to be honest it
2: was i was not supposed to be watching it but i did
0: Oh. I firmly believe like you when you say that you weren't supposed to be watching it because I probably wasn't supposed to be watching it and I did not come from. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be watching a cared. lot
2: of shit like uh, Care Bear. Well, I got Care Bears eventually, but like anything that bordered on what my parents thought witchcraft was, I wasn't allowed to have. <sighs> oh, um, yes. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. They had uh, people in my ooh. church had problems with Gargamel from Smurfs. Um, so which one's that? Gargamel from Smurfs. He was the, I'm going to eat the Smurfs. I forget what he wanted to do with the Smurfs, but he wanted them gone, or in his boiling pot. I completely forget <laughs> what his whole steez was. I think Gargamel wanted to eat the Smurfs. Is that right? steez.
1: I can't Hello? remember if it was I, like eat, or Smurfs. enslave, or just generally oppress, and you know, all, all the sorts of actions that um, white conservatives have a problem with. And... Uh, <laughs>
2: That's very good. That's a very good take. I love that <laughs> so much. Uh, uh. That's my politics boiled down. <laughs> I'm anti-Smurf. <sighs> what have the Smurfs well, done for uh, me? Smurfs. Hey, a- did you hear how I pluralized Smurfs? Smurfs? <laughs> Like scars. Like
0: scars. well that That's makes sense because like you don't say wolves smurves. you say wolves you say loaves so. archers of loaves <laughs> <laughs> we broke Mike. it's been five minutes
2: oh. Smurfs. I'm gonna think smurves. about that the rest of the day smurves oh, cool I'm sorry right. anyway oh my god Oh wow! Simple pleasures these days, folks. I'm old enough where, you know, it just takes (laughs) takes the one little thing to get me going.
0: Man, Mm. yeah, that feels good though.
2: Feels real good. (laughs) Feels real good to laugh.
0: Feels good to laugh (laughs) again. Laughing is so
2: important. (laughs)
0: Feels good.
2: (laughs) Feels
3: real good, boy. (laughs) You got a real good laugh, boy. Uh, You got a real good laugh there, buddy. Got a real pretty
1: laugh. There's something, uh, something magical about laughter, and uh, yeah, and not in the witchcraft
2: sense. Oh, I'm not allowed to laugh. Right? Right. Forbidden. There's. Wow. <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't know the production value had gone so far uh, on this show. Damn, you got sound effects.
0: Yeah, I have. I have my little soundboard. What I really wish. I remember there was that Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard, and it would have little clips like, "Who is your daddy?" And what does he do? Who is your daddy?
2: listen to me. I loved it. It's not a tuba. That soundboard, if I remember correctly, had Mr. Freeze quotes. She's giving me the cold shoulder. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite Schwarzenegger <laughs> role. Oh she my God. He
0: really committed. He committed.
2: He was he was very impressive. He was very impressive. Yeah. Just an impressive man. I was
0: arguing with somebody and they were like, Nick Cage is bad. Or like oh I think they said like Phoebe Bridger smash her her acting smashing that guitar was as bad as watching a Nick Cage. Boo. Maybe I'm like Nick Cage commits to everything he does. And, and also sometimes the roles are bad, but he commits so heavily to them. I
2: know you guys already covered the Bridgers smash uh gate incident, right. but I just want to comment Dan Electro guitars are incredibly difficult to smash. There are yeah. there are so few people who could have done better than her. Masonite does not <laughs> give. So no you know, it's, it's great. She a Valiant effort. I enjoyed the production value of the sparking fake monitor. That was my favorite part.
0: I thought that was really funny. My,
2: uh, my stage manager friend and I immediately talked about it. She was like, that was a mistimed charge. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it didn't go off at the right time. Uh, but I loved it. I, I'm fully in support.
0: Anyway. Yeah, that was good. I made like... I made money off of that video. Nice. <laughs> a lot of people watched it.
2: I saw that you <laughs> like, got on that. You got on that grind and I was very proud of you. I had also thought about making a video, but I was like, you know what? I don't care. I don't care enough to spend time on this. All right. That's valid. Uh, you
0: know, I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna sound like I didn't care, but like but you know. I couldn't imagine. I, I, the thing is, I put out that video because I thought too many people cared too much. <laughs> yes, and, and that's a great oh, way to put it. You did the
2: exact right thing. Yeah. You, you, you. Like, here's
0: your 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 dumb, stupid comment, and here's why it's wrong.
2: <laughs> you Struck while the iron is hot. You did it. I'm, yeah, I, I had mean, to. I mean, yeah. If I if I had cared just a little bit more, maybe I would have too. But I was like. I don't feel like making a video today like that's not gonna happen.
1: I think I was just in shock with how upset people were over. I'm like you guys say rock and roll is here here you go
0: <laughs> yes yeah, is this not, are you
2: not entertained God this is
0: entertainment it's always entertaining when you're hanging out with entertainers yeah
2: exactly it's it should be a show. it's theater it's spectacle come on yeah let's have a little fun
0: it was it was friggin hilarious honestly like, like a
1: lot of the same like folks that had a problem with that were like but also, like, kisses their favorite band. Like, look at all of the absurd theatrics that they had. Like, come on. Alice Cooper. I don't like, know just,
2: how many people— It's performance. I only like players well, who like, naturally shoot sparks out of their head stocks. I only like <laughs> it when pickups spontaneously combust on their <laughs> own. Ridiculous. Uh,
0: I only like it when the neck is just glued on just enough that it smashes real easy.
2: Oh, uh, you're not a real star, man, unless the makeup is tattooed on your face, bro. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, and that's oh, how we got Post man. Malone. So, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> going after Posty? Oh my god! Do you have the like clout Post. for that? Do you have the clout card no. to go after Posty? No. Oh no. I, like
0: <laughs> I hope he doesn't have stands like Taylor Swift does that would like eviscerate us for saying that.
2: Maybe. I mean, you you never Maybe. can tell these days. Everyone's got a stand and.
0: You know, I really hope that nothing comes out <laughs> problematic about him because I find him genuinely likable.
2: Oh, about posting?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he seems likable. His Hot Ones but interview was like, really fun. Oh, was it? Does he seem like a nice guy?
2: I can't tell. I can't tell. I have tell no ability me. to judge. I've only ever seen him in uh, music videos and in that Normans video and on Hot Ones, so.
0: He seemed nice in the Normans seemed video. Chill. Kind of, yeah.
2: seemed, chill. seemed chill.
0: Seems chill. Yeah. So I think it's funny that he started getting those tattoos because Justin Bieber had a lot of tattoos. And he's like, I'm harder than Justin Bieber. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> that, that, was, that was how it started. I'm like, he think it's this music and you're like, is he hard?
1: I <laughs> yeah. don't know if I believe half of the Calvin Klein ads I saw with Justin you know, Bieber being harder
2: than him is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was Kate a,
0: McKinnon in those I ads. I
2: say if a person is truly hard, <laughs> then they don't need the tattoos.
0: Hard is if a, a state of really mind. A, <laughs> if someone can truly write a song, they do not need to smash a guitar. Yeah. Says Stephen <laughs> Crosby. Doesn't matter uh,
1: how cold it is. Um
0: What has what Stephen Crosby really written? Wasn't he just kind of like the vocalist guy in that band? I
2: don't know. Songs? There's there's a reason that nobody talks to him anymore.
0: So. <laughs> no. Isn't that that famous Neil Neil Young quote like? Like David Crosby could write a, should write a book called why no one ever talks to me anymore
2: <laughs> that's great I love it I
0: see Guinevere he wrote Guinevere and then I, I don't I mean I don't he's written those a those lot of lines but
1: none of them were lyrics so
0: <laughs> you thought about that one for a while I feel like mm.
1: <laughs> sorry
2: cocaine jokes um <sighs>
0: We know. We knew what that joke was about.
2: Andrew. I don't know what any <laughs> drug is. I'm too innocent. Um, so what there's this thing called drugs? witchcraft, and <laughs> I, I know all too well what that means. My Little Pony. <laughs> oh, don't go there. Um, it's sad, but for entirely different reasons. I love that um, show. I loved the well, the old show in the '80s. I was a big fan. I had my my Knight Rider, Michael Knight action figure, and a couple My mm-hmm. Little Ponies, and I would make them marry each other. Aww. I had a weird, I had a weird childhood where like certain things were forbidden, but also I had My Little Ponies and I had Knight Rider and I had all like all my toys were very disparate and of different genres. Um, so you know, creativity had a lot of fun. Love, love that I put that out on the internet. Great. We'll we'll just yes. make sure to clip that and uh,
0: no, pop it I in mean, my Discord. I don't really edit these. I'm not gonna edit this.
1: No, I'm saying no, you you just clip it and also publish it separately.
0: Yeah. Oh, there we go. yeah. Yep. Have fun. You can make, do that. I make, don't
2: care. Make a, make a weird uh YouTube thumbnail with a lot of like angry looks. Mike had my <laughs> little ponies. <laughs> the
0: erosion wait till of values the,
2: wait,
1: Ten things wait you wish you had see known this? before you watch Mike Adams' YouTube channel.
0: <laughs> wait till you see the thumbnail for the video that we're the secret video that we're working on together, Mike. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I can't
1: wait to see it. I, I can't to wait to hear that. about it. It's secret. I don't know. Secret. Well,
0: well, I'll tell you later. You can't say anything. <laughs> it's a secret. Don't a spoil the secret.
1: secret. <laughs> can't spoil the secret. I, I I should be surprised.
0: There's so many secrets this episode that we can't talk about. It's kind yeah. of a bummer. But hey, hey So, uh, something cool happened to me this week. Can I? Can what I? Share cool that with y'all? What cool
2: happened? Absolutely, share. I'm sorry for that sense.
0: <laughs> my, my 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 band Sunday Crush. Uh, we released a uh, cover of the Santa Gold song "Lights Out" as part of a compilation called "Eat the Rich," Hell which yes. is a compilation of covers from the Gossip Girl soundtrack. So that's Damn. on Bandcamp. That rules. And all the money goes toward a great cause.
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: Congratulations! Yeah, thank y'all, you, Stereo y'all Gum y'all and rip. Brooklyn Vegan. Gum St- and St- St- Brooklyn Vegan both wrote about the comp. So. Oh, that
2: rules! Oh, yeah. yeah! Congratulations, friend! Thank you! Yay! It was really
0: exciting, and it was the first um, first time I played guitar on a record with Sunday Crush.
2: Oh, nice! Oh, cool!
0: Because I'm not on the album. Yeah, it was fun. I recorded all the guitar parts. That riff and the synth parts.
2: And the synth parts. Wow! Fancy. Well, I used to,
0: I played uh, the Enzo.
2: <laughs> still synth. Still cool.
0: It is. It is. It was really cool. You listen to it with headphones, so you can enjoy the hard panning.
2: Oh. Another type of hard that's underrated. (laughs) Yes.
0: I also got some new stuff. I got these two Walrus pedals, the D1 and the ACS one. Cool. So I haven't played with them very much, but I'm excited. And then they're sending me the R1 soon, so... I will have to build a whole stereo board that's just walrus pedals. That's
2: exciting. Can I show you something I got this week? Yes. yes. Oh, it, looks it says like it's... Ernie
1: Ball. It says the foil.
2: Oh, Pusheen baritone set. Baritone yeah. Uh, my, my buddies at Ernie Ball and I have been talking a lot lately about uh, offsets <clears> and string length specifically because some, some brands... Uh, the high E almost doesn't reach the tuner on a Jazzmaster. I'm sure you've experienced that. Yep. So we've been we've been making some adjustments here and there to try and uh, right. accommodate extra string length because there's like five extra inches on a Jazzmaster um, right. the string length. So we're uh, we're working on that. We're making some adjustments, and that might actually bleed into the rest of the string line. So I'm really excited about that. That's uh, cool. But the baritone strings are specifically for my Creston. Offset baritone Because um, also strings don't re- reach that thing It's too long So yeah, uh, I'm really excited to fire those up uh, I don't think there's What's gonna... the
0: body shape on that Crest and Barry? Oh, let,
2: me, let me get it, it's just a Jazzmaster
0: One sec oh, Okay,
2: alright
1: Dun 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 Oh, it's Vader Yeah, it's Vader You see Vader you know, oh, I know
0: Vader, I just always forget Vader's a baritone Yeah
2: Oh, nice. love that! beat. I got a
0: baritone teleconversion conversion neck for my offset Telecaster. Oh,
2: cool! That's gonna rip. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, and love I got it. the
0: Lawler. I got the Lawler royalty in the neck pickup and just a classic tele bridge. Well, I might get a Seymour Duncan um, bridge pickup for the tele offset Tele Oh, that's instead. awesome!
2: That's a really good yeah. idea. I hadn't even thought about the offset Telecaster, but that that's a really good platform for a baritone. That's a really yeah. good idea. Oh, I've already wired that.
0: that thing to hell and back. Like, I've already done so much. I've, I put the Bigsby <laughs> on it. I got the four way wiring. I got the Stratocaster voice neck pickup. God, and that's I'm like, cool. ah, I, just, I just make it a better
2: what, uh, what scale length neck did you get?
0: Uh, the Fenders, uh, the one they sell on their website. Oh, the, the Subsonic?
2: American. Or the. I'm trying to remember you know, what that
0: know. is. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed. I bought this months ago and just have. Not really access my garage. Like most of the winter, I like put off projects. Like the parts cast of yep. concierge body, I just kind of like didn't do anything with it. And now I'm like, all right, I cleaned up the garage because it was. I think the big thing is it was just the treadmill in there for like uh, five months, six months.
2: I mean, what is this and period of time I've- if not for putting off projects that you could easily finish <laughs> in a day or two? I, I have yeah. so many of my own. I fully understand. <laughs> I, I feel personally attacked by that <laughs> on so many levels. No, I mean it. I've got so the, many things I've been meaning to do and who knows? Yeah. Maybe I'll get to them someday.
0: Yeah.
2: Finally got fretwork tools, so uh yeah, finally. There there are some there are some things I'm going to finally have to do and I'm not looking forward to it. Like my my 12, yes. I need to completely uh level and crown that thing and I've been putting it off for years. Yeah. <sighs> You know. Guitar tech problems. Hashtag guitar tech complaints.
0: Tech oh. Yeah. So I guess uh, speaking of guitar techs, we helped Steve Selvage from the Hold Steady fix his fixes. I'm his so guitar. excited
2: about that. I'm glad that we <laughs> tag teamed that. Hell yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was just like asking questions. I'm like, so it just stopped working suddenly? He's like a couple months ago and I was like and the output's okay?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I... <laughs> I usually don't, I try not to pop into people's DMs with unsolicited advice, but Steve and I have talked so much recently that I was like, this will be okay. okay. And I, I just immediately wrote, I was like, check your solder joints. Check your solder joints. It's gotta be a solder joint. Um,
0: I mean, you're right.
2: Well, I mean, that's the first thing I do on especially jazz masters where the wires are coming out of the terminals and get bent. Like that's always yeah. the first thing to go. I have I have saved myself so many hundreds of dollars in replacement pickups or rewinds just by like yeah. touching a solder joint. So, I'm really I've, glad I've that's what it was.
0: Yeah, I've had friends like give me their guitars and like I think the pickups are busted I'm like, "Let me look. Oh, this wire's not connected." Exactly.
2: Yeah. Or they're fraying easy. a little bit. It's 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 uh, it's sometimes just the simple things, and I'm Look really for the happy. Easy stuff,
0: first. easy stuff first.
2: Yeah, always do the easy stuff first. Swap a cable out. Maybe it's your cable. Like this <laughs> there's so many things in between the guitar and the amp that could go wrong. So yeah, yeah. yeah but but then the how yeah. am
1: I supposed to justify spending exorbitant amounts on nice new gear?
2: <laughs> oh, it's broken. I don't know how to fix guess it. Guess I have to I buy a new I'm amp. eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Yep.
0: I guess I'm getting a new guitar because yes. this guitar doesn't work anymore. Throw it
2: out. It doesn't work. Oh, I broke a <laughs> string. Uh, Carol Kay used to do that when she would break a string. Uh, she'd just get, like, trade the instrument and in and get a fresh set of flat wounds on a new P bass. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah. That's a Carol That's Kay story.
3: Hilarious.
2: It kind of is. Her. It kind of is. I mean, I love her too. Uh, I love her sound That's and her playing, but like, I, that she's, that story I cannot fathom. I cannot fathom that.
0: <laughs> she's a she's a wild personality. Yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> I, love I can't imagine doing her. that once I've bonded with an instrument. I, I mean, she. It really seems like her take on instruments is that they are tools. Completely, like yeah. she doesn't seem to be sentimental about them at all.
0: She doesn't seem to be doesn't care about doing anything the right way. Like, yeah. <laughs> if someone gave her a guff for playing bass with a pick, she'd be like. Uh, you mean the one that I used on pet sounds? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's the best. I am one hundred percent pick. I love that sound so much.
0: You can buy oh. like she sells bass picks on her website and I bought oh, some. I didn't and they're know actually that. bass picks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the rules. Good for her. Way to do it.
0: Another Speaking example of, her, of grind. Yesterday was International Women's Day, so nice to see that. Oh, the international
2: that. one too. I don't know.
0: Yes. And for anyone asking or wondering, International Men's Day is in November. Yeah. Shut the hell up.
2: Yeah.
0: We'll talk to you in November. Your dummies, looking at a calendar. <laughs> just Google it.
2: <laughs>
0: Speaking of that, hey, Andrew, what's it <laughs> with you, buddy? Yeah. What does new? that have to do with Google? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I, I wanted to find a transition and then I didn't really want to work too hard for it.
1: That's fair. Um <laughs> so what 's new with me is uh golly uh so Fox guyro this has been a month of a lot of very boring businessy type stuff that i 'm trying to get knocked out in the back so that way I can have that whole foundation of like that stuff's taken care of. Now I can focus on new designs and planning out a, a, like a calendar of releases and stuff like that for the rest of the year. Um, mm-hmm. And focusing on the marketing, the f- connecting with people, collaborations, all the fun things that I want to be able to do, but I probably mm-hmm. should, you know, finish doing things like paying my taxes
0: um, <laughs> for the state.
1: <laughs> and
0: why pay taxes when government doesn't pay us?
1: <laughs> you know, paying taxes and uh, making sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly it's financial stuff, and mm-hmm. as well as I uh, like now I have a business license on my wall. Apparently I'm supposed to put it there.
2: Ooh, very yeah. adult of you. Very adult of you. Well, wow. well, it's a little adult, but I also use thumbtacks, so not quite as adult. And well, <laughs> while they're sticky, they're prickly, and they can hurt you. So that's very adult. Kids aren't allowed to use thumbtacks. Don't let a kid near a thumbtack. Adult. The same could be hey, said okay. about lawn darts, um, <laughs> or darts of any kind. <laughs> Right. You're
0: not old enough for Lawn Darts. And I'm because I'm not old enough for Lawn Darts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they are dangerous.
1: So I've been working on that, but in the meantime, uh, as we're as I'm working through that, and Melissa's been so helpful with um helping me wade through all of the nonsense as well as just motivating me slash also kind of just doing a lot of it herself because she's I've been putting off a lot of projects that I could just do in a day or two. Um so she's been so, wow. so helpful with all of this. Um, and I really appreciate it. And, and we've also been um looking over the ideas for the parts caster build and so going through a whole lot of finish ideas, trying to figure out like, oh, this could be cool, but is are we a little out of our depth in wanting to do like a Paisley or like a wallpaper finish, then refin over the top of that, then intentionally relicate on the forearm to show? So uh,
0: I think that as long as you have like patience,
2: I think we have slowly.
1: patience.
0: Yeah, just work <sighs> so, slowly.
2: Have you ever talked to Paul Frank? I don't think so. Uh,
0: Have we ever talked to Paul Frank? No, I wish. Well, no.
2: I I mean, he's super active in the guitar community. I'm not trying to name drop. I just can't remember who he knows. Uh, (laughs)
0: Have you ever talked to Billy Gibbons?
2: Well, you know, the beard. (laughs) It's no big deal. Uh, No, Paul Paul has a lot of experience in that. I should uh, introduce you to. I'm sure that you would all get along. Yeah. I, I would appreciate that. Yeah. He's got extensive experience recovering things. I mean, he's, he's like designed with the custom shop wallpaper that he's printed himself. So I'm, I'm sure he would have some advice for you. I'll try and, I'll try and make that introduction today or tomorrow. I got you. Well, thank you very Andrew, much. I really appreciate that. Oh,
0: but of course. Andrew, what if you found What if you found a wrapping paper that was like Star Wars Paisley?
2: So, we don't want to do paisley specifically. A little job of the hut instead of a paisley.
1: (laughs) Roll. uh, We just call that Antigua Burst. And uh, (laughs) yes. uh, No, so we would look at stuff. So, we'll say I kind of like the idea of of doing incorporation of wallpaper and and showing it over the forearm, Um, especially with like a forearm bezel on a Jazzmaster. It'd be very, I think it'd be a lot easier to make that look natural and show enough of it to make Mm. it worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, without making it look like I just took an angle grinder or not angle grinder, uh, like a belt sander, To it. Ah, uh, um, thank you for your hard but, work.
2: <laughs> Please don't do put, that. The,
0: put the put the sandpaper on your forearm and just play it for a while.
2: I just have some, done that before. Uh, does it work? Yeah, it does. If you get the right grit, you don't want to get like you want to get like right eight hundred or a thousand. You want something that's relatively smooth yep. to wear yep. through. Yep. Like yeah, it totally works. That's I felt so, stupid doing it, but yeah, it works. If it works, it works. It totally
0: works. Before or after you spray it with poly?
2: Oh, I I don't use poly. I use nitro whenever possible. Andrew wants to use nitro. I I want to do nitro. I
0: hope you have a very well ventilated space. We do I
2: have the great outdoors itself. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I'm done refinishing. I've got a covered
1: porch with a lot of ventilation out there, and uh, so I can let that cure for as long as I need to without worrying about getting wet. I've got lacquer,
2: like I've got not the outdoors, not. I've got a fan, and I've got a neighbor that I hate. So <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding.
1: Well, So we've,
2: we've looked at a lot of
1: options, and uh, so like we've sat down and just gone through, um, we were actually going through your Instagram last night looking for ideas. and <laughs> I know. Um yeah. So we're going through that. We're going through Spitfire Torts uh, Instagram because there's so many phenomenal examples of mm-hmm. like just great color combinations there, um, which is also really bumming me out because I don't know if I have budget for a Spitfire Tort on this mm-hmm. build. Um, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to do a tort if it's not a Spitfire. Anyways,
2: mm-hmm. uh, uh, check out Lava. Have you heard of Lava in the UK?
0: I think they're I in the UK.
2: Lava Guards is an up-and-coming guard maker, and theirs are also really good. Like, really interesting, good,
0: yeah, uh, and a little
2: cheaper, I think. Although I can't do math, so don't quote me on that.
0: Oh, sure, they don't have. They don't seem to have a website.
2: Uh, Instagram,
0: email Paul. It says those do look nice.
2: Pretty good. I will have to give that a look anyway. So
1: we we spent a whole bunch of time looking at options. I've sketched out like eighteen ideas of what I want to do for the wiring, and some of that's dependent on whether or not I'm going to splurge for a lipstick behind the bridge because so I've never really done behind the bridge flying, but I kind of want to learn it.
2: Do it, or you <laughs> you can also you could also use a gold foil that'll surface mount easily back there if you don't want to route. That's a good option for that. I'm going to have to do a custom routed body anyways. Oh, um, so
1: I think it's less of an issue of getting the routing done and more of an issue of just knowing what I want and then committing to it before I order the body. That's always the trick. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like, I want to be able to order the body. But I have to figure out we, – we want we want to be sure that we don't want to be seeing any wood grain before we decide on what wood to get. And we want to be sure of what a routing is going to be before we order a body. And that's mm. going to include like the control control cavity. It's yeah. um, like I would love to incorporate in a car, an arcade switch. And I don't know what for. I don't know if I would want it to – arcade switch could be cool for uh, doing a strangle circuit. It could be cool for just engaging mm. the behind-the-bridge pickup. Um, yeah, that could work flipping things into series. I mean, there's a number of things I could see like an arcade switch just being really cool for that's not just a kill switch that I'm going to wear out and no (laughs) whammy, no whammy. So we're, we're just talking through a whole bunch of ideas. And honestly, it's been really, it's been really nice to be able to sit down and just kind of for, for me to share some of this and for her to say, well, cause she does painting and stuff for her day job, painting and wallpapering. And so wanting to kind of, Incorporate that together. It's been a really neat bonding experience so far, and we haven't even ordered any of the parts. Um, oh wow! So I'm really excited to continue to to work through this project, and um, well, I'm yeah. excited
2: for you. That sounds rad.
1: Oh, and I, I think we want to do the old rose with that. So, uh, and that I guess this leads
0: it to our sponsor. Leads I into think. our
1: sponsor. So, <laughs> Lambertones. This is a shirt I'm wearing.
0: Wear a shirt. Ah, um, I
1: don't have a shirt. You should get a shirt. This is actually one of my most comfortable t-shirts i have um lambertone so uh, i'm going to be going with lambertones on this build uh curtis is so nice to work with me on this i'm going to do an hss and mm-hmm. uh so doing the his grinder which is his higher output paf in the oh. in in the uh in the bridge and then uh two triple shots for the neck in the middle um to simulate an hss and uh, cause I had a strat a couple years ago and I ended up selling it and I, I miss it, but I, I miss having a strat, but I don't miss having that strat if that makes sense. Hmm. And I don't necessarily sure. like, I've never really bonded with the way that like a strat feels in my hands, but I love the way offsets feel. And so why not just put a strat set in an offset body? So that's kind of Do where it. we're going with that. Very excited for the set of pickups. Um, because I've played his triple shots before, I've played his grinders before. I haven't played the combination set together, but I mean, I love the way both of them sound I and mean, what could go wrong. Um, so yeah, no, that uh, Curtis is great. He does phenomenal work and he's super flexible. So if you've got a project in mind, reach out to Curtis. Um, Lambertones is what you should do. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, and the all rosewood neck. Sorry, because I'm doing a strat set of pickups. Uh, Fender's got an all Rosewood Neck on their on their website mm-hmm. right now, but it's got Stratocaster engraved. It's not super prominent. How how wrong would it be to put a neck that says Stratocaster on a Jazzmaster body with Stratocaster pickups?
2: I'll
0: just resurface Why would it be it. weird? Why would it be weird?
1: I don't know. I kind of like it's, how like... Because it's, like, it's a
0: strat setup. It's like my my offset Telecaster says Telecaster, even though it's a Jazzmaster I body. feel like
1: it's just cheeky and rebellious enough without being like
2: Cause it's just engraved. It's not like a decal or anything. I'd be, I'd be more upset about the shape of the headstock being wrong. <laughs> I, I, I don't like the strat headstock nearly as much as a the slightly swoopier jazz master. Sure. Uh, you, you can always resurface that or like inlay your own weird, like made up name. Waterslide. If you want. Yeah. Go crazy. Yeah. You could water slide it. You could get in uh, an engraving kit for a Dremel and do it by hand. That'd be kind of fun.
0: You that, would want to practice on scrap wood quite a <laughs> lot.
2: Before <laughs> digging into a very nice old rosewood it's neck. It's a skill rosewood, that yeah. you can develop yourself. Wow. <laughs> and then you could add that to your repertoire.
1: It's definitely something – because well, has done a bunch of wood burning before, and she's pretty handy at it. Oh, I'm not saying rules. I would wood burn. I'm not saying I would wood burn on a rosewood neck because I'm not sure that would – I'm not sure if that would – there would be enough contrast there to work. Maybe not. Um, but – so along that same realm of uh, she's, I, I'm gonna brag for a second. Oh, she boy. will just walk into like a. She'll be told, "Hey, we want a mural in this room of the house," and she'll just walk in and freehand it the whole like the entire wall and just boom. That rules. That's she's cool. ridiculously talented, and I'm sure she's blushing because she's in the other room right now.
0: Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> but it needs to be said.
0: Nice.
1: Want to incorporate that talent?
0: I'm
2: glad you said it. I'm glad someone um, finally said. It.
1: <laughs> a lot of people say it frequently,
2: and for good reason. Oh, good.
1: Well, anyways, um, that was a lot of me talking. What a
2: touching
0: moment, yeah. As that well, I know um, <laughs> it happens at um, least we, once an episode. Yeah, that's true. We all do it. Um, but uh, we have a topic today that we specifically wanted um, Mike's input on. Indeed. And it is kind of the topic of guitar theft and that 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 one came to us this week. We saw in the Six of Cycle Home Group, I think it was Vintage Guitar magazine, is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Had an enormous theft of at least dozens of guitars. I think it was
2: hundred and seventy in total.
0: That's over a gross of guitars. <laughs> I've
2: never been clear on what a gross is. That's fantastic. Thank you for clearing that up.
0: <clears throat> gross is, is a dozen dozen. It's 144. Oh, cool. I think I
1: knew that somewhere in the back of my brain. <laughs> but I don't know if I could have recalled that if questioned. Absolutely. Well,
0: once I accidentally bought a gross of guitar picks. So you learned that.
2: Ah, you learned the hard way on that one. <laughs> Who sells guitar picks by the gross? Wow.
0: Oh, eBay?
2: No,
1: Sellers
0: on and eBay is buy- the answer. No, to that, your I mean that's
1: fair, but it seems so. Okay, sorry. I'm just wrapping my brain around the, the idea that people I, with I need a to re- lot
0: of guitar picks want me mm-hmm. like, hey, your okay. discount. I'm like going to remember
1: what gross like what the gross number is from here on out, so I don't get bamboozled or led astray it's in the future. By
0: Twelve it's, it's easy. Whatever, dude. Um, so yes, yeah, so a bunch of guitars got stolen mm-hmm. out of a storage unit. Over the course of like tw- two months,
2: yeah, uh, September to December, I believe. If I'm Three remembering months. correctly, yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Yeah. So, do, so uh, from my understanding, then it's like the guy was last there on in September, and then he came back in mm-hmm. December, and yeah. all his guitars were gone.
2: That's that's what I understand to be true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of guitars for, um. A lot of guitars. One. One lift, I suppose. I gotta imagine they made a couple trips. Don't, do you think they made a couple trips?
2: Had to have. It, there's, there's enough time in there that you could theoretically leave and come back and leave and come back. Uh, I mean, especially to steal something, like bringing an entire big rig, uh, with a trailer <laughs> to do it all at once would be incredibly obvious, but. Yeah, it, it, yeah it ha- I would imagine it was multiple trips. That's what I would assume. Yeah. I don't want to assume anything about this, but yeah. yeah, multiple trips would make sense logistically unless there's a caravan of <laughs> thieves with their Range Rovers or what have you. What, what would be
1: less inconspicuous, a caravan of thieves or just like one
2: 18-wheeler rolling up? I feel like an 18 wheeler, I feel like that would raise more questions. Like people go in and out of storage units all the time. And if they, ha- the people yeah. who did this happen to have one there, it would, it would be more conspicuous. I feel like,
0: yeah. Do you think it was an inside job? Like somebody else who had, I, we shouldn't, we should, I mean, I imagine yeah. in my brain that it was somebody else who had access to the storage unit facility. I think this is like, an
2: Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Eight is a yeah. scenario entirely. It's like, all right, gang, here's the plan. We're gonna go in. We're gonna use an EMP to shut down the electricity in the air. Don <laughs> Cheadle's working at a terminal. Um, I, I, it could be. It could just be someone who figured it out. Someone like yeah. that's a lot of guitars to keep secret. Um, and it's a,
0: it's. I don't know how you sell that many guitars. Like I feel like you have. There has to be, like it's it's a very long game to sell that many guitars yeah. that are so rare and old, yeah. and can command so much money. And we can't. We're not going to name names. But we know that people did buy, yeah, these guitars. Some some of these guitars had been sold already, yeah, and to to uh, reputable players. Uh,
2: one one outlet that I'm aware of that had had them only had two or three of them. So it seems like. Whoever did this was smart enough to spread it out a little bit. Like you don't take 170 guitars to the local mom and pop shop and you're like, I want to offload all this. So spreading it out – You bring
0: five guitars to a shop and they're like, ooh, that's weird.
2: They're like uh, – and usually like having owned a guitar shop, usually at some point you go, so where where'd this come from? What's the story and –
0: What's the provenance of it?
2: Exactly. Do you have documentation? Um, And why is there a crowbar and a cirque saw in your trunk? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I asked that question once when I worked at guitar center. We do prefer you wear a mask, but you don't need the ski mask. Can you at least remove that so we can (laughs) – Oh, sorry. I didn't know I was still wearing this. <laughs> wow, embarrassing. I was like,
1: I'm so sorry. I I, I thought I ordered baklava and with a balaclava and
2: I thought I'd just wear it. Yeah, you know, you know, like there's there's so little information about this. I understand the jump to skepticism and the jump to, you know, this doesn't make sense or it smells fishy. But there have been stories recently of uh, people discovering that they have been robbed uh from a storage unit uh through a hole in the wall of an adjacent unit. Like someone would Whoa. rent the storage unit right next to something that where they knew something was being kept uh and do it that way. And I mean like from the outside you never know. You'd drive by, you see your doors close, you go, oh, it looks secure to me. Um yeah. so there's there's any number of ways this could have happened and I, I don't I, I'm trying I like I'm choosing empathy over like immediate like there are a lot of people like this smells like an insurance scam and uh, it, it, that doesn't hold up, especially now that some it have it been recovered.
0: Spam, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't that wouldn't make any sense, really, unless you were thinking you would get paid twice. Yeah, but, I mean, it's but if like, you can
1: afford that many guitars, what are the odds that you need to commit high level insurance fraud?
2: That's a good point. <laughs>
0: like, I mean, for the thrill you, of it. If you treat these things like investments, then like something bad could ostensibly happen. For it sure. Could be, Maybe he was shorting GameStop. We don't know. Hey.
2: Oh, maybe he was one of the hedge fund managers that lost everything on
0: GameStop. Yeah, you know. I mean, things, things but things happen, and people need things to go liquid. But like, why wouldn't you just sell the guitars?
2: Look, it, things have been really hard for me, Craig. GameStop, owner of GameStop, <laughs> I need to raise cash for my family. Uh, yeah, but,
0: I mean, I don't, I don't think it holds up because, like. I don't, I don't know, but as far as like these are hard guitars to sell. Like, um, so my Tuna Tone here, the oh, the prototype damn. of the Tuna Tone was stolen several years ago, and it was re- uh, recovered at a at a pawn shop. Wow! And I think the person who stole it was like, oh, a guitar. I can get a couple hundred bucks for a guitar. But of course, like, though these instruments are handmade, not cheap, not cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, they the 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 pawn shop owner was like. 20 bucks, give you 20 bucks for it. Like, yeah, seriously bought a tuna ton for $20, kept it in their, wear- in their back room for three months. And like the day they put it out, someone was like, ah, like That's that one. fast because it's such a unique guitar. I,
2: absolutely. That, that is exactly what's happening with this collection. Uh, I recognized a few immediately because, uh, the bulk of these guitars were extraordinarily rare, custom color offsets, or at least the bulk that are pictured on the vintage guitar announcement. Uh, many of which had gold hardware, which is even rarer. Um, th- yeah, there are a few that I recognized immediately, and those are hard to sell. And the sad thing is that they had been sold already. Um, so when when you own a guitar shop, having owned a guitar shop, I can uh, add a little uh, experience to this conversation. But there's a thing called police hold where you have to mm-hmm. hold a piece of gear that you buy for at least 30 days – um, while it runs through the system to check against serial numbers and descriptions of things that have been reported stolen. And usually that catches things. I mean, that's, it's not a perfect system by any means, but it does catch things. And, and we have, uh, inadvertently, like accidentally sold things that have been stolen that, you know, the system yeah. didn't catch. Like that, it just happens. It sucks. Th- that conversation with the person who bought a thing, um, It always blows. And as a shop, like you have insurance, uh, but sometimes, you know, you just have to eat the sale. And, and I, you know, we always, we always felt that like that sucks, especially for us, but we'd rather, you know, do the right thing than worry so much about the four grand that we're out now. And usually we got it back. Um, Something like this sucks especially bad because there's this three month period where this owner didn't know that they'd been robbed. And so, Things could have, you know, very well been on police hold for 30 days and checked out because they weren't reported stolen yet. And uh, it absolutely sucks. And, like, you're right, Emily. These things are – incredibly rare recognizable guitars. There's one in particular, a Jaguar that was pictured that I saw it. And I said, I know exactly who has this because it's such a unicorn of a guitar, um, that yeah. there's no mistaking it. And, uh, yeah, sadly that has already been sent back as well. I mean, no, not sadly. I mean, it's good that the I mean, owner, good for the
0: owner but yeah, it sucks absolutely. for the person who bought It
2: still sucks yeah. for the person who bought it. I wrote them. I was like, Hey, I'm sorry for popping your DMS like this, but, uh, Yeah, I I recognized your guitar. I hate to be the guy to tell you this, or maybe you already know, but yeah. And yeah, it turns out they they knew only a few short weeks after they had acquired it. It's already been sent back to the owner. It's all worked out, but still, it sucks. Theft sucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, and even if you don't have the serial numbers, if you have photographs of these guitars, things like dings and scratches in them are as unique as fingerprints.
2: Easily identifiable. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, to Kathleen Edwards up up in Canada, she had a Vintage Les Paul Jr. stolen. Oh, I remember that. Was, yeah, she yeah. put out this long message like, you cannot sell this guitar to anybody. You cannot play this guitar live. People will see this guitar and they will ask questions because yep. it is rare, because it is vintage. Because it if you're stealing guitars, it's like uh, – like, and it ended up like it never got stolen. Whoever got it, I guess, got spooked, held on to it, and it just kind of dumped them in a park one day. God yeah, just put them in a plastic bag, put them on a park bench. I was like, eh, I guess someone will find them. And someone did find them and recognize them and um, Thank called Kathleen's uh, coffee shop. And she was driving there within 15 minutes of like the guitars being found. Like, I love- It's hard to sell these kinds of guitars. But what I also know that happens, and I've heard horror stories in this, especially in Texas – People will have guitars stolen and they'll be driven straight across the border to be sold. Yep. Like entire uh, tour vans.
2: Yeah. Of gear. That sucks. God. Yeah. Sucks so much. I would be heartbroken. I I hope that never happens to me. Uh, And how heartbreaking, how heartbreaking to lose, to lose anything. I mean, theft is never great, but you know, if guitars are, you know, even even if this person is a collector and just really has an affinity for the guitar, like there's still important artifacts, there's still mm-hmm. uh a significance to them, you know, as music making machines, as like things we bond with. Like, ah, like if uh yeah. I just I can't even I can't even bring myself to say what what if something happened to Pancake, like, oh that, that would <laughs> well, end what happened
0: to my, my teeny tuna. I'm with yeah.
2: you. Oh I can't imagine that heartbreak. I'm so sorry that happened to you.
0: It didn't happen to me.
2: Oh, it didn't happen to you?
0: It happened to Layla, the the builder. Oh, it was I thought it was yours. The and stolen.
2: Oh, no, she looked
0: prototype out to a friend who God. played guitar, and then that friend got robbed. That's even worse. Uh, oh God! It was the God. only prototype she had. It was what she takes to like guitar shows. It's what uh, she sends to people who are interested but don't know if they like can commit to a build.
2: Well, I'm so sorry that what? happened. Oh my God! <laughs> to have a mm-hmm. thing that you worked so hard on stolen.
0: Oh. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Oh, the fury that would arise within me!
0: Oh, I know, man. Oof. But uh, no, she got it back. It's back home. Uh, no worse for wear. Good. Good. <laughs> but um, so like, I I, I know that and- this is- Andrew asked this in-, in the the before we talked about um before we hit record, rather. But like, what do you do if somebody steals your guitar? What do you do if your guitar is stolen?
2: Uh, it's always good to have photographs and to write down serial numbers and to keep pictures or descriptions of identifying marks, um, such as things written in the cavities, pictures of, like, the neck pocket. If it's a vintage guitar, that will help immensely. Pictures of the end of the neck uh, for the date. Um, you know, Pancake, I'm looking at Pancake. It's got that, like... Eye of Jupiter on the uh, armware position. It's also got some mm-hmm. cigarette burns uh, that are pretty <laughs> easily identifiable. Um, wear patterns. Um, you know, uh, I, I may or may not have written my name <laughs> in certain places as well. You know, just
0: yeah. anything you can do heard to make it. i doing uh, in the routing. I've heard about people doing that in the oh, routing. Oh, yeah.
2: Anything you can do to make it clear that it's your instrument will help. Uh, there is also uh, a system – it's like a low jack for a guitar where it's like a, a microchip that sends out an RFID signal and you can scan it and have your info. It's like when, when you uh, put a chip in a, a beloved pet, like same thing. Yep, uh, Same thing. So there and there are many ways to hide that on a Jazzmaster, which is great. But um, you know, there, uh, and it also will also say in the event this happens. And you can't get your thing back. Like, get renters or home insurance. Like, make sure that your stuff is covered. Send all that info to the insurance company. Get them all crazy. So if,
0: if you play out, you need special. If you play out, oh, yeah. you need special. Insurance.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I have, a, I have a
0: personal artifacts policy for my guitars, and that seems that they they've told me that is that is that I'm covered even when I play out.
2: Oh, see, that's great. That's incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pancake is literally a guitar you. Like someone stole that, it could not sell that. Yeah, most of my
2: guitars that. are weird enough that I think they would be immediately identifiable. Like three P.O.'s, I don't think could go anywhere without being recognized. Pancake as well. Well, I mean, maybe
1: they didn't recognize them because of the red arm.
2: Yeah, ah, uh, that's a Star Wars joke. This guy over here gets it. Ah, he's a real true fan. Um, he made him blush. Yeah, so. Yeah, you know, have. But in the event you don't have things that are intensely recognizable, then yeah, do anything you can to make it clear that it is your instrument. Um, yeah, and and sometimes even that isn't enough. Honestly, it sucks. Absolutely sucks. So what happens if, uh, let's say, you buy
1: an instrument and find out that it was stolen, and so of course you do the right thing—you return it. But what about the money that you're
2: out of pocket, like? what with insurance, what is the process of getting that money back? Sometimes you'll get it back. Other times there's just, there's no hope. Like you got to give the money back to the person who bought it. You got to give the thing back to the person it belongs to. Like sometimes there's just no hope for that. Um, or, you know, I've, I've heard of examples of people like buying a guitar in a parking lot. I paid 150 for this. And it's like, yes, of course, here's your 150 bucks. Like you're not out anything. Maybe I'll double that because you let me know. Um, Yep. Yeah. So there's there's all kinds of ways it can go. Sometimes it just doesn't work out for anybody, really. So yeah. I know a buddy of
1: mine bought um, when I was down to LA. I'm working at the Pasadena location at Guitar Center. He bought. Uh, he was a college roommate, and he also worked with me at the same location. And uh, he had disappeared for an evening. Uh, came back with a uh, with a mandolin. Mm. I can't remember. I want to. S- no, I don't remember what, what brand it was, but it was like a nice mandolin. He's like, oh, I got it for like 350 bucks, and it should have been like a $1,000 mandolin. Uh, and then like the next day, he called me. He's like, hey, I don't feel good about this purchase because I don't think the guy knew what he had, and I'm beginning mm-hmm. to, to wonder. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well – well, when we worked at Guitar Center, we get emails from all the local areas of like what gear had been stolen, things, yeah. to, you know, the, well, here's what to look out for. And so he went to go look and it turns out it had been stolen from the Sherman Oaks Guitar Center <laughs> like the week <laughs> before. And he's, he's a Guitar Center employee. Uh, wow. so Guitar Center was kind enough to pay him his $350 back for it. Um, I'm assuming there was insurance money that went with that. Probably. Um, to recover it. Um, but like that was a happy story. Like he is a fresh college graduate and uh, like it would have really sucked to have been out 350 bucks. Um, so sure. It was a happy story, but that's not – I don't think that's the story every time. And no, I just I can't no. imagine like especially with some of the more expensive vintage ins- instruments like the 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 gold sparkle jack. I can't imagine like you know five, six grand or however much someone paid for it not being able to get that. Probably back.
2: an immense amount of money given its providence, given the rarity of original Fendles, Fender sparkles. Um, you know, being a jaguar with bound block inlays and uh oh what an incredible instrument. I feel so bad for the person who bought that. Oh, uh, but that person, I am not going to reveal who it was. But they they got plenty of guitars. They're going to be fine. <laughs> They're going to be fine. Sure. <laughs> uh,
0: this wasn't like this wasn't like their first like white whale.
2: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't their like dear vintage guitar forum. It finally happened to me. I can't believe it. No this person's <laughs> got some Parimo articles. It's going to be fine. Um, sure.
1: Yeah. I, I but think- that maybe not everyone who's going to buy an instrument secondhand like no. that is going to
2: be in the same boat oh yeah and if you oh, were yeah. like
0: searching for that guitar your whole life oh how devastating
2: yep uh, yeah. yeah there's there's only I'm sure I've mentioned it before but there's only one guitar that I would sell everything to get and if I had the chance to buy it for a good price and then I found out it was stolen like that's it I'm done no more what's, guitars what's for me guitar? what, what's the guitar uh, uh, no, comment. no comment I'll I'll take that oh, question off the air all right. Oh. Yeah.
0: And yeah, that was your broadcast. Because I, I really
2: want it to happen someday. And I'm scared if I put it out there too much, then it's never gonna happen. And then mm. if it does happen, I would it's think gonna if you be... put it
0: out there I bet if you put it out there if someone is gonna be like you're gonna get tagged every time this guitar goes on sale anyway. Well,
2: I gotta think about it because this guitar there are only three pictures of it on the internet. Nobody knows who has it. Um you know, I, I I'm hoping for like an American Pickers sort of thing where I just stumble upon it in the middle of America. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll show you later. I'll show you later. I'll show you, okay. okay. Alright, so it's everything. not a Cl-
0: it's not a Prince Cloud guitar. <laughs>
2: no. no, 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 not something that's terribly known outside of a certain circles. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. Fingers crossed, friends.
0: Fingers crossed. So another thing that I saw people comment on a lot about this, um, this particular theft, was uh, people being mad that there were so many guitars that were apparently not noticed missing for mm. for three months. And on one hand, I get the frustration around sure. that. I think I I don't know. I think I'm kind of mostly in the camp of like that's a lot of guitars to just have.
3: Yeah. It there is are a lot collect, of guitars.
0: People collect, people, there are people who collect everything. Yeah. And they call, and I have to imagine that collectors just really love the things that they collect.
2: By and large, I, I think that's like every collector that I know, like I don't yeah. know any collectors who are cartoonish villains, uh, twisting their mustache and in, in, in the <laughs> hopes of keeping instruments. Mm, nobody's ever gonna play this again. <laughs> like that's not <laughs> like, most saying, collectors.
0: It's like, I collect bobbleheads, but I also hate bobbleheads. <laughs> exactly. Can <Like, laughs> you imagine? I can't imagine. <laughs> they give me nightmares, but I can't stop collecting them. But, but most
2: of the collectors that I know and have worked with and have met are people who just have an affinity for the instrument and what it means. And, and a lot of them by and large are people who want to preserve them. Like it's, yeah. it's never about keeping them out of the hands of players. It's like, I can think of one person that I know really well and have sold many things to and his whole thing is like i i have this money like, I have been blessed to be able to purchase these things and keep them so that they can live on, that they're not going to be abused or broken or lost. And so, you know, not every collector is that kind hearted. Some some may indeed be hoarders. Some may indeed, you know, yeah. be just looking for a straight profit. There are all kinds out there. Some collectors are, you know, actual players who ha- are touring the world. Um In the case of the person that I was talking about earlier or like, you know. Say what you will about Joe Bonamassa. I certainly have opinions myself. I've been to his house, and one thing is clear from the time I spent at his place is that he really does care about preserving them. And he's, and he like is the rare example of like someone who actually plays most of them out. So. You know yeah. there are all kinds it's, involved. Um,
0: it reminds me of art collecting, yeah, in a lot of ways. Like you can't put every Rothko in a museum, yeah. You can't put you can't put every piece um, by famous artists in in museums. Like yeah. there there have to be private owners of these things, and at least hopefully at least they're enjoying them. Yeah, you know, in their homes or it makes them happy. It is, I think, a little. But you also hear about art collectors and kind of the getting snippety about like keeping a painting in a in a temperature controlled vault. Yeah, and never looking at it.
2: If I had a temperature controlled vault for things that I had, like I probably would. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I probably want that. I mean, heat and humidity on guitars. <laughs> um, but like, you know, so I so I understand the frustration of like somebody having too many things or like. You know, I'm um, you know, eat the rich. I'm all about it, but this is not a person <laughs> who's like voting against a minimum wage increase. You know, like it's it's this yeah. is not that person. Um, and I don't know this person. I don't know this particular correct collector. Uh, I know no. their guitars, but I don't know them, so I can't speak uh, as to the quality of their character or their intentions. But like again, I'll say I'm choosing empathy. Like that sucks. Um, if yeah. this person has 170 guitars in a storage unit, chances are. They've got more somewhere else. Chances are they've got more at home. Like, And their intention is probably in the right place. Like uh, Norm from Norm's Rare Guitars, he's got facilities that he won't disclose their location to prevent this from happening. But you always see the, the Norm's video. We just took 50 guitars out of storage. And I don't know. Like, yeah, his his goal is probably commerce. But I also have met and spoken with Norm, and he loves guitars. Absolutely yeah. loves them. Uh, oh yeah, has been the, has been stealing them away since the 1960s, like his or 70s has been trying to like keep them so that they could, you know, these rare custom colors could come out fresh again someday. And yeah, he's gonna make a, a what, what is the what's the term buttload of money. <laughs> he's definitely gonna make that. But yeah, you know, they're gonna workers go worth with... his
1: wages as well though. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, that's not like he's like just <laughs>
1: flipping them for fun. Uh, yep. Like there, there's a passion to it. There's a whole lot of hard work in it.
2: Literally, yep. just the rent on the facility to store all of them safely. Uh, I mean, yeah. And let's let's also be completely honest. Like, I, I also understand the argument about like they should be their music making machines. They should be in the hands of players. I I partly feel the same way. Like, I get it, but it also rings kind of false to me. The same way that the you know you should give that guitar to a child argument often yeah. does, because yeah. like you can make up. Like a nebulous child or a, a completely nondescript <laughs> player in your mind, but who who is actually going to tour with an incredibly rare sixty six gold sparkle jaguar? Who is going to be the person to start wearing that finish down or to cause a refret on that? Like some of these guitars, I hate to say it, are really are they do belong in a museum or they do belong yeah. in some place where they can be kept because there are so few original Fender sparkles. There are so few of that particular guitar. Uh, like songbirds would be a good place for that to live. And sadly songbirds museum does not exist anymore, but I, mm, I get it. I get it. I get it. I think as a guitar tech, as someone who loves the guitar, like I do also see the value in preserving these things for future generations because I like like I. Yeah. I'm not the world's greatest guitar player, and I have some rare stuff. But I'm also I'm also using them, and I'm be, I'm not exactly nice to Pancake. I have thrown my '63 <laughs> Jaguar. I have thrown Pancake. Like they are things that I use, and I'm good with that because there's permission. There's permission on these guitars. Like Pancake was already beat up when I bought it. My Jaguar yep. is a refriend. I can I can do that because I have permission. Yeah. A rare gold sparkle sixty six, a a an ocean turquoise jazzmaster with gold hardware. Uh, no, those those are things that we just won't see ever again. Or if we do see them, they'll be custom shop, and then you can beat those up, go crazy, uh, <laughs> you know. But like some of these things, ah, it it breaks my heart. You want to make music with them. Sometimes they do go to sessions. Sometimes they do get used in the studio. But yeah, I, I think those things need to be preserved. That's just me. I'm okay to, to be disagreed with or be wrong about that, but I would <laughs> I feel strongly yeah. about preservation as well. So, yep. uh, flame me in the comments, I guess. Well, yes, I agree, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna piggyback there a little bit if you don't mind. Is Hop uh, on the back, buddy. Giddy whoop. up, old partner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so awkward.
2: Yeah, super weird. I I regret saying that. that Can we click really that out too?
0: That was weird. No. Live like <laughs> no
2: regrets, Mike. No regrets. Uh, I, don't even I do miss piggyback anymore. rides. I miss that. The pandemic has stolen light piggyback to, rides.
1: I miss being light enough to to be the recipient of a piggyback ride.
2: Um, That's why I do squats, buddy. Mm. Yep.
3: <laughs> Squat.
2: So when this is all over, I'm ready. I'm ready to piggyback. There you go. Uh,
1: no, so to so to piggyback here. I think the museum – like the, the whole – belongs in museum. I'm just imagining like, that belongs in a museum. like yeah, <laughs> Indiana
2: board. Jones. We get it. Uh, we
0: got the reference.
2: And there is so <laughs> – uh, I love thinking about Indiana Jones uh, stealing artifacts from <laughs> indigenous populations. There's a right. lot to unpack with that. I would yes. love to see – if they're going to make an Indiana Jones movie, another one, I would love to see it be a court drama. I would love <laughs> – <laughs> to see him taken to court for the things he's removed from their uh, right. countries and, uh, that would be exciting. Just an old ass Harrison Ford grumpily in the box. Oh, it's alone about him. preservation. Like, yeah, I would love that. Oh yeah. my God, please. The People versus Indiana Jones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Somebody country, write this. the whole ass country, versus Indiana oh, Jones. My God. India versus Indiana Jones. Ah,
2: ah. I yes. love it.
0: You stole priceless artifacts from one of our indigenous <laughs> communities, and in your second film. I ask you film. again, so
2: Where is the Ark of the Covenant? I don't know. It's just somewhere in a box. It's just.
0: Yeah. I gotta work all on my right, Harrison no. Ford That one did not belong in a museum <laughs> that, <laughs> no, that one definitely one, did, That one belonged under lock and key We can all right, agree like, that
2: the gold melt face box Does not belong <laughs> in public
0: <laughs> Right
1: <laughs> But we're not talking about indigenous artifacts There's no colonialism to be had here That
2: Thank needs God. to be
0: I mean, Called you can, out for what yeah. it is <laughs> <There's
2: colonialism. laughs> Hold on a second there, partner
0: then There's plenty of colonialism in music Just look up uh, Wimbaway.
2: <laughs> oh my god
0: Yeah the guy oh. that wrote that song Died penniless Wow! Because And then you know Well not that Pete Seeger died a super duper wealthy man But <laughs> <laughs> I think that was more of his choice But still no, I think the guy out. who wrote the song Probably should have gotten paid for it Sure
1: but when we're talking about Vintage who guitars that were made in
0: Colonialism Actually you know what uh, Quick sidebar there's a documentary on Hulu right now called Who Let the Dogs Out, and it is honest, hand to God, one of the most interesting things I've ever watched in my life. For real? Oh, my God. Oh. Like, the whole time, my husband and I were looking like, how much deeper does this go? Oh, my
2: God. It sounds like I a got, really you know, woke, who done it kind of film. You, what'd what? Would you say? Would you say it's on which which streaming service? Hulu. Okay. Hulu. I've got that. It I came out in
0: 2019. Yeah. Well- It is um, an adventure.
2: I- I've managed to derail this conversation so far. <laughs> Dope. I love it. Uh, it derail my train of thought, bro. Mm.
1: Vintage guitar. So vintage fenders that were made in Santa Ana or full center that are – there's no colonialism happening here. So we don't have to, we don't have to worry about the, the clear Indiana Jones like uh, kind of issue that we've got there. It I think it's completely fair to say this belongs in a museum because part of guitar is the music, yes, but also in the gear side of things. I, I think it's complete. I think it's entirely valid for us to recognize that there's a sense of historical significance mm-hmm. around. There's a significance to the lore. Mm-hmm. There's a significant like the the stories and the gear itself are also very important, along with the stories that, of the music that the gear makes. Yeah, and I think especially the way that we treat like even new gear and how much we like hype up the lore and the, Oh, the King of Tone or like some, like you, you go to check back and you're like, Oh, like a Kilt V1's like going for $500. Just like the way that we treat the gear and the gear community, that's even recent. to then flip it and say, Oh, well you, you should be playing. You you shouldn't put that in a museum. Like, come on guys. I I feel like there's a bit of a double standard happening there in the,
3: Mm.
1: with the, the way that that's kind of thrown out there is some, this guitar was built to be played. Yeah,
2: um, I th- and I, I also think, think it's
1: consistent with some of Fender's custom shop work. With some of the the builds that they've done, they're clearly just not meant to be played.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, some mm-hmm. some
2: guitars are like made to be art pieces, or yeah, you know, examples and that, and that's of okay. workmanship That's okay.
0: It's like those ten thousand dollar Gibsons. Yeah, I, uh, don't are, I don't think they. I don't expect people people to play those.
2: Sometimes, no, absolutely not. No. Um, I'm thinking like the Fabergé Egg Strat. Yeah, you don't. Please don't play that. Please don't yeah. buy that or display it or do anything with it. That's <laughs> impressive feat, but I, I've seen right. it in person. It's not my thing. Let's just call sure. it that. But we're, <laughs> we're, you know, the other thing to think about here is that we are we are largely discussing luxury items as well, and that's that's yeah. something yeah. to think about too. Because most, I would say that most guitars qualify as luxury items at this point because of list prices. I mean. You know, was,
0: most, I, uh, at what point does a guitar become a luxury item?
2: I think I think most are. I think we're, you think we're anything
0: over 500 bucks is a luxury item.
2: I don't know if I if I'm smart enough to put an exact price on it, but like I don't I could make just as much music as I'm making now on a Squire. Uh, yeah. I don't need pancake. Like I have grown so accustomed to that guitar. It does everything I need it to. I have arguments for owning it, but it's, it's, you know, you know like, do you need a $3,000 guitar to, um, make the next hit record? Of course not. So like nah. we're, we're making choices and, and th- then there's nothing wrong with that. There's no moral component. Like you don't have to own a vintage guitar. If you want one, you are free to do so. That's okay. Yeah. um, but yeah, especially the guitars in that collection. Like we are talking 100 percent luxury items, and like I don't know, there's there's that component to think about as well. I don't know why I brought I that up with ha- having a point. Like, <laughs> it
0: sucks. Yeah, I also think that per your point, like there are those people who are like give it to a the give it to a kid. People mm. like one, these are not the guitars you would give to a kid. <laughs> Two, no. shut up, no. you give your guitar to a the kid. The guitars you would and give three, to a
1: kid, there's no shortage of three.
0: I mean, if you want to give a guitar to a kid, this is the guitar you give to a kid. Hell yeah,
2: I was just thinking of Luke.
0: Yeah, these are the guitars you give to a kid. This is not the guitar you give to a kid. Yeah. That's not the guitar you give to a kid. That's not a guitar you give to a kid. This is a guitar you give to a child. Yeah. Okay? And, like... I, I, that bugs me, but the the third one is there's plenty of guitars in the world, y'all. There's
2: too many. We
0: have so many guitars. Honestly, and I'm the worst, I'm bad about it, and I'm part of the problem. (laughs) Like, I'll admit that before anybody else does. Like, I do demos to convince people to buy guitars if they want to. Mm. I have a bunch of guitars. Like, Of Varying levels of quality. I think that if you're really concerned about environmentalism and that kind of impact of it, like you buy one guitar and you have one guitar and that's like the most environmental way you can do it. But that would make guitars so freaking expensive.
2: And also the fact that our our individual environmentalist uh, mindset is not going to stop. Any company from making more guitars. That's, that's <laughs> something uh, – s- somebody was like yelling at me in my DMs when Phoebe Bridgers broke the uh, the baritone uh, and they were saying that it's, it's morally good to not break guitars because when you break a guitar, well, then they have to make one to replace that. And that's not – That's like, not They're, they're going to do that anyway. They're going to yeah, make more gonna, guitars no matter what. That's what companies do. Like me deciding like, not to buy a guitar doesn't mean yeah. there's going to be one less on the shelf. There's not enough
1: guitars being broken to make a dent in a manufacturing forecast.
2: I would argue that maybe not even Pete Townsend did enough. Right. No,
0: because he kept gluing the ones he broke back together.
2: (laughs) Same with Kurt Cobain. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, my (laughs) God. And also, like, for, for environmentalism, like, the consumer grade level of that not nearly as important as the corporate level. Like we oh, really push like individual responsibility in terms of recycling. I think that's grand, but it's kind of a, a, a drop in the bucket compared to big time polluters. Yeah, exactly. Like Don't, don't complain about like the environmentalism of breaking a cheap guitar, uh, like a Dan Electro guitar. And then like, Buy a firefly guitar, or buy some other disposable stuff when you mm-hmm. could be using like re. You buy buying Ziploc bags instead of like Tupperware containers. Or let's That's be not. honest,
1: if I had to take a gander, the carbon footprint of the average U.S. household's Amazon purchases in a month probably exceeds the carbon footprint of breaking
2: one day an short guitar. I've I've wondered about that. I've wondered about shipping especially. I feel like shipping has such a huge carbon footprint compared to what it takes to make one guitar. But I have – I am speaking out of turn. I don't have the data. But I want to know what the breakdown is.
0: I mean, shoot. There's a huge environmental implication of like a lot of the – not all – before somebody says not all – cryptocurrency.
1: Oh, yeah. The amount absolutely. yeah, the amount of electricity that takes is, like, Staggering. depending on what state you live in, like, crypto mining is just, you lose money with how much electricity, like, what your electrical Those is going to be. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, I know that they're, they're like, Ethereum 2.0 supposedly, like, is better, but I, I just, I know that that's, that's kind of, that is kind of a part of, that we don't really talk about ever because no one really thinks about the environmental implications. Yeah, Bill of, Gates is
1: talking about it.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, BG. Remember what happened last time you brought up Bill Gates on this podcast?
2: What happened last time you brought up Bill Gates on this podcast?
0: Oh, nothing. Just we'll talk. We'll see you later. Did
2: Bill Gates reach out?
0: Hey, no.
2: Hey, I heard <laughs> you were talking shit. <laughs>
0: Andrew you're fired That's not at all what Bill Gates sounds like Can you do a Bill Gates voice? Andrew you're
2: fired We've uh, had enough going. of you in this town
0: <laughs> I want the voice actor to do a Bill Gates voice
2: I think I did I think I just did Hey! Was that? Get my oh. name out of your mouth <laughs> <laughs> I don't I actually don't even remember what Bill Gates sounds like Yeah
0: Yeah uh. I like the I, old joke. Uh, I don't have pronouns. Don't talk about me. <laughs> don't talk about
2: me. Do not refer to me at all. <laughs> oh, that's a good <laughs> one. I really got you. You really like that one, Emily. <laughs>
0: Well, I about broke you first thing, like out of the gate. Why were you even laughing that hard?
2: Uh, it was smurfs. Oh no, me. it was
0: smurfs.
2: As if they were scarves. That's oh my god. But,
0: it, but it's also like as if they were loaves. I think that is yeah. just like the phonetic way to just pluralize. It tickled me in it. a way that uh, I cannot
2: explain or understand. Just, I'm I'm even having to cough back a little bit of a laugh right now because it is still what if, what very if, good. But,
0: well, the plural of big muffs was big muffs Muffs.
2: Big moves. All right. Yeah, so uh, I, you, ah,
0: your, your collection ah, of muffs is incredible. I like that better. Your collection of muffs. Muffs
2: is such an <laughs> ugly word. Like uh, those two f's, really just like,
0: feels Nasty. like it falls out of your
2: mouth every time you say it.
0: Muffs. Muffs. So Muff.
1: back Dog. to luxury guitars for a moment for like guitars being luxury items. Uh, I would go, I'm going to say something that
2: I, know. Ooh, I, think it's myself.
1: A, I know it's okay for people to okay. have nice things. It's okay. For
2: people it's okay, people okay have
1: for nice people things. to have a lot of nice things. Controversial. It is, it is not okay for people to have a lot of nice things if they are underpaying their employees.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I think that's where we get, I think that's where we get hung up. So if we want to talk about like people having nice things like, Oh, eat the rich. Like, you know, if they, if they earn their money, that's fine. It's okay for general, generational wealth to exist. In. But with the guitar community, I think there's a level yeah. of nuance that in, – in this conversation that I think a lot of people are glossing over is we don't know what this person does for a living for we these collectors. No idea. And maybe to a degree, the way that capitalism is running these days, it, maybe there's a safe assumption there that yeah. there's some sort of exploitation that happened in order for them to be able to afford 178 vintage guitars. I
0: feel or, like there, there usually is –
1: but there's no guarantee there. I don't
0: and we also don't know over what period of time. Like uh, you, you said like 160 guitars? Right? That was not,
2: I believe.
0: 170. So like let's say this person has been collecting for
1: couple decades. 50 years. Yeah.
0: If they're collecting over 50 years, it's 3.4 guitars a year. I think most people buy more than three hats a year.
2: They totally. could be a doctor. Oh, the amount I spent on jean jackets a couple years ago. Woof.
0: (laughs) Woof.
1: So anyways, my my point is is it just kind of breaking that down a little bit further about what it means to own a luxury item, I think I just I I think it's okay.
2: Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, if you like a guitar, go for it. That's great. Finding the right instrument for you is such an important process and something that I fully support, no matter what that ends up being. Like I have and and I have my own personal limit of what I want to spend on a guitar. Like to this the reason that I did not make my Trini Lopez dream come true is because I could not fucking get past the entry price on on that. Like I got that Gibson one for a good price, the custom shop, and if not for the neck, I would have kept it. Um, but like the idea of spending over six grand on a guitar, I, I just couldn't do it. Maybe I'm a giant baby, but I just couldn't do it. So, uh,
0: yeah, I would struggle. I would struggle. I I don't think
2: I've spent more than three K on a guitar. And that was my seventies fifty five that I love and miss. And, uh, I I just don't know. I just don't know if I'd ever cross that line. I I have
0: guitars that are like. Worth three thousand, but most of them I've like I did trades for, yeah, or yeah, I got, yeah. or they like increased in value.
2: Totally, totally, totally. Uh, I don't think. I mean, I have some expensive stuff like pancake. I if I would sell that, I mean, sky's the limit. Like <laughs> you, you would have to make that very worth my while for me to ever consider selling it, which I don't think I would. Um, no. But I paid twenty two fifty for that in Portland in twenty twelve. So like.
0: Nice, no sales tax
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I <laughs> bought it from a guy Bought it from a dude oh, I, know. Uh, I bought it from a guy Bought it from a guy who, uh, you know, made me a sweet deal on it uh, But yeah, uh, man, I just don't know And and if you want to spend over three k on a guitar I'm not telling you not to I'm just saying, like, yeah. I don't know if I could do that Yeah, I don't know if I could do it, too And I'm sure Gibson's exec- executives are like, huh But that's, that's okay, what now. I'm saving Three. it for. I'm saving it for that secret guitar. That's the one that I will – I'll have to raise so much money if it ever comes up. So, yeah. yeah. And then I will break my rule. But it will be in service of a dream and that's okay to me.
0: Yeah. Um I think I think that might be a good place to kind of wrap it up, but just like remember that collectors exist and there's nothing in and of itself that's morally <laughs> reprehensible for being a collector. Like it depends on how you got there and I'm I think it would be um I I, th- I don't think it would be helpful for us to make any assumptions about yeah. uh how this person got their guitars, how they got their money, why they didn't notice. I think it would be irresponsible in fact to make assumptions about this. Um but that's just kind of how I feel about like a lot of gossip in general. Yeah. But, um, me too. yeah. So I don't know. I think all, anything- I think
1: all guitar collectors, uh, enslaved Smurfs to be able to afford
2: them.
0: Smurfs. Smurfs. Smurfs.
2: I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving that it's collector's awareness month. This, <laughs> I feel really <laughs> enlightened. Like, uh, uh, but if I find GE out,
0: fans, if I find I out say, th-
2: that this collector ends up being Jeff Bezos, that's it. I'm out.
0: Change. Big change. <laughs> Paul Allen I could have imagined actually yeah Yeah, actually
2: I I thought about him a little bit too because I know someone who works for him and and takes care of his collection
0: Uh, I mean he uh, died
2: will work for him I wasn't aware (laughs) of the status of his uh, liveliness so thank you for letting me know oh really? Yeah.
0: well I guess you don't live in Seattle anymore
2: I don't, it's great I don't have to know anything about Paul Allen anymore oh
0: the weight off my shoulders (laughs) <laughs> ah. yes uh da, 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 yeah, the da, office was a uh, of pretty um
1: hands. pretty blue the day that that was announced mm. yeah, I'm very sorry to hear that it,
2: it was uh fall 2019 I think yeah wow, wow, <clears throat> yeah, didn't hear anything about that
0: well, there was a lot happening.
1: A bit, Time is but a figment of our imaginations at this point. A lot has happened
0: since then. I think is kind of more what it is. Like sometimes I'll be like, "Oh, that happened in 2019." God, <laughs> like I forgot that Sounds that happened. It's
1: like it was a like a decade
2: ago. Maybe it was last decade, but.
0: Um, and, hey, Mike, so if people want to find you, do you have anything to promote? Any place to be found? yeah, go
2: find me on YouTube. It's my Instagram handle as well, P-U-I-S-H-E-E-N. A dumb, dumb handle that still follows me around to this day, and I haven't changed it yet. Maybe I will someday. But it's pronounced Pusheen, and it's the poetic Sound Of a cartoon sword being unsheathed. But you can find me just by searching that or my name, Mike Adams. Uh, You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Patreon, all of that good stuff.
0: We're your Patreon supporters. I know. We take money from our patrons and give it to you. It
2: blows my mind. Thank you so much. I can't believe it.
0: If you want to support us supporting Mike, you can support us on. Patreon at patreon.com slash getoffset. You can buy stuff at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. Somebody bought a shirt. I'm going to look that up right now and thank that person. Uh, For fuzz sake. So somebody named Philip. Thank you for buying that shirt, Philip. Phil, Phil D. from Connecticut. Connecticut.
1: Hell yeah, connected! It makes me so happy every time I I, I hear the uh, the lovely news that one of my designs has been purchased.
0: Yes,
3: that's lovely. What
1: a great and also, feeling.
0: John it really O is. from Michigan bought one uh, on January seventh, and those are the most recent sales of that shirt. That rules.
1: Oh, and I've got <laughs> I have an envelope that's going out tomorrow with that. Uh, oh, did
0: people message you about those stickers? I, I got
1: one. I got one taker, and there's there's a lot here, so by all means I'm I'm sending out stickers
0: yeah uh, hit him up on his personal Instagram mm-hmm. um, link in our Instagram bio also please rate review on iTunes please leave a nice review on iTunes please subscribe to the YouTube please like and comment the YouTubes I don't know tell people about this tell tell your bandmates about this mm-hmm. tell your tell your friends about this tell your children. Tell your children's children.
2: Tell your children the tale of Get Offset. <laughs>
0: hmm. <laughs> tell Once upon Prince a time, fans, tell your whole steady fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's all I got. Anybody else have anything else uh, before we let people go? This is going to be a very long lunch break for me. <laughs> Thank no, you I'm for good.
1: watching. Thank you.
0: Thanks for understanding.
1: Thanks for listening. So next time. My name's listening, Andrew. Also
0: listening. <laughs> My name is Emily. That's <laughs> and Mike.
2: Mine is Mike. I got it this time. Until,
0: Until next time, goodbye! Bye! Bye!